everyone, welcome to The Weekend Extra. Pastor Joe here with Pastor Jeff, still in our Good Goals, Bad God series, loving this stuff, super practical ways to engage relationship there. And uh, tonight we got into relationships yep. and how sometimes relationships can have good goals around them, but man, do they make bad gods. Yeah. Um, and specifically, I think a lot of us might not even realize we're there, uh, at least maybe until uh, we just heard the message. Um, what are some ways that we can kind of like... Uh, push ourselves through that? Like, how do we uh, respond to that challenge if we realize we're in there? Like, what are some rubber hit the road? Here's how I got to start navigating our relationship if I find that I'm in it. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think I think what we have to do is, it depends on the relationship, right? And so this is where it's a principle. And then we need wise counsel. We need God's word to navigate through the nuances of this big principle. But I would say in a broad sense that this is the idea any part of any relationship that is not aligned with the scripture right so any part of any relationship that's not aligned with the scripture so if it's a dating relationship it might be uh, sexual morality issues Uh, if it's a relationship between a husband and wife it may be a lack of spiritual leadership on the husband's part uh, it may be a lack of encouragement support on, on a wife's part or vice versa. Uh, if, it, if it's a parent relationship and a child relationship, um, I may not be training my child up to follow Christ, so I need to look at that. If I'm the kid, I may be being in rebellion against my parents because I don't want to be under their authority. So, so it, And the list goes on and on and on, right? It could be the boss. It could be a prof. It could be a roommate, whatever. And so all I'm looking, all I'm doing is looking and saying, God's word is the focal point of my life. It's the anchor point. It's the mooring point. Everything lines up with God's word, whether the the direct uh, uh, principles of Scripture or the presets, the logical conclusions that you would draw out of Scripture. If my relationships are off of that, and I am unwilling to risk the relationship or change it to bring it back to that that relationship has become a God. It's having more authority in my life. It's defining and directing me more than God's word. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at that all the time. And then and then, how do I line that back up is a discussion, right? So even like as a parent, for example, how I line up my relationship with my three-year-old is a completely different conversation than how I line my relationship up in a godly way with my 30-year-old adult child, right? right? So that's where wise counsel, wisdom, the leading of the Holy Spirit, those kind of things come in. But if we can, if we can look for that fixed point, uh, is my relationship godly? Is the goal of the relationship godliness? It'll go a long way, and then everything else is, is the details of how to apply grace and truth accordingly. That's fantastic. <clears throat> I was just talking with someone tonight about discipleship and just how when you're pursuing after Christ— um, the priority of that relationship starts to settle itself. Right. And so a big part of it is just putting him back where he needs to be. Exactly. And it'll start to push the rest. That's great, Jeff. Now, <clears throat> some of us are amazing and awesome, mm-hmm. and just people can't get enough of hanging out with you, and you might find yourself the idol of someone else's relationship. Happens all the time. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Never happened to me, but I knew you'd relate. Uh, so, but if you find yourself in that scenario, maybe you're uh, the wife and you realize your husband is idolizing you, or you're the kid and you realize, like, man, like my even though I'm an adult, I feel like my parents still see me as the most important. What's some appropriate ways to like respond to that and help maybe course correct that for that other person? 
Yeah, just always push people back to God. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul did that. You know, he would people wanted to kind of exalt him. He'd push him back to God. Uh, in the Bible, angels did that. People mm-hmm. would kind of bow down and worship angels. They say, "No, don't worship me. You only worship the one true God." So it's that mindset. I always want to go back to God. I, sometimes, as a as a pastor, uh, people will say, um, "You changed my life," and I I always pause and say, Let, "Let's thank you. I, I know what you're trying to say, but it's God who changed your life, or the yeah. Word of God that changed your life." And so in all of that, that's the thing, you know, with my kids, um, you know, when my kids were little, especially they idolized their, their daddy or their mommy. I want them to, I want to leverage that to take them to godliness, mm-hmm. right? And, and on and on and on and on. It's the same thing that uh, being in love does. You can idolize a boyfriend, idolize a girlfriend, or... The, the boyfriend or the husband can leverage that and lead that couple toward godliness. Yeah. So I think that's the key to it. Uh, if, you're, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, if you're a boss and, and there's a, you know, a, a person who's breaking into the marketplace that's really looking up to you, help them achieve their goals in business. Help them to achieve their goals on the athletic field, but deepen it. You know, use your influence to take them to the, the heart and the mind of Christ. And and then they have a trusted mentor and leader, um, but they also have Christ, which is what they, they, they really do. Because you are going to let them down, <laughs> right? Human beings, what we do best and most consistently is sin against each other. Yeah. We fail each other. We can't help it. So if I can give them Christ, when when they figure out my shortcomings— they'll lean into Christ, and then it will make sense to them. That's great. It's really a big part of what it means to live in biblical community with people. Yep. You know, where we're <laughs> loving one another, we're helping one another, we're praying for one another, and a part of that is helping them see God the way that they need to. And that, that's great. The Apostle Paul said it this way. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm. He didn't say, follow me, and I, I will take you where you need to go. He's like, Watch my life, and I will teach you to find Jesus. Yeah. And that's what we want to do with it. That's awesome. Very cool. One last question. It's very insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking with someone in the lobby, and they asked, is the past tense of mac and cheese mac and chose? <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to address that question. It's not worthy of an that's, answer. That's very wise, Jeff. I appreciate <laughs> that. It was almost as wise as me choosing to not ask the question, but alas, here we are. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the stuff on relationships. Super practical. Keep following Jesus and, and fighting uh, to make sure that your goals uh, aren't becoming God's and putting God in his appropriate place. We'll see you next week for next week's Week in Extra. We'll see you then.